Psalm 10.6 He says in his heart, I shall not be moved. Throughout all generations, I shall not meet adversity. Here in Psalm 10, verse 6, we have uh, the another kind of inward dialogue for the wicked person. The first one was more of a just kind of a general thought. His thoughts are that there is no God, verse 4. But here we have the first time that he speaks in his inner man or in his in his heart. And what does he say? He says, I will not be shaken. So the confidence of the wicked person is in their ability to have a sure foothold. In this case, when the judgment of God comes. But in all things. So he's just finished in verses 4 and 5 thinking, this wicked person, that there is no God, that uh, he will never be judged for his wickedness, for his pursuit of the poor. And he says in his heart, I will not be shaken. And the, uh, the implied actor in the shaking is God. God can't shake me and neither can my victims. I can't be shaken. I will not be shaken. And then he, he goes on with even more confidence, this wicked person, uh, speaking from generation to generation. Throughout all generations, I shall not meet adversity. Calamity will not come upon me or my descendants, is the thought of the wicked person. I just want to contrast that with Psalm 62. In Psalm 62, David says this in verses 1 and 2. For, for God alone my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. So the wicked person and the godly person are contrasted in two primary ways. The first is their outlook on reality, and the second is their place of trust. So let's start with outlook on reality. Uh, the, the outlook on reality for the wicked person is that they will not face any calamity. That no, no evil, no, uh, no justice in a sense, but especially no adversity shall come upon them. Their outlook on reality is that everything is rosy and good and they have no problems. Now contrast this with the righteous person. What does David say right after he says, I shall not be greatly shaken? He says, how long will all of you attack a man to batter him like a leaning wall, a tottering fence? And so David, or standing in for the godly person, David's outlook on reality is that Yes, trouble will come, adversity will come, trials will come. But that leads into the second difference between the wicked person and the godly person. And the, godly, the wicked person speaks about himself as he looks out at reality and says, I will not be shaken. And the words of the godly person are the same. I will not be shaken, but 
His place of trust is not in himself, in his own accomplishments, but rather it is God who is the godly person's fortress. It's God alone for whom my soul waits in silence. It's God alone who is my fortress, my refuge, my place of trust. And so may our prayer be this. Oh God, help us to trust in you as our refuge. May we, along with the world, say, I will not be greatly shaken, but may our trust be not in ourselves, in our own ability to face adversity, in our own ability to create a trial-free, convenience-full life, but rather, God, would we look reality straight in the eye, recognize that there will be problems, there will be troubles, there will be trials, but you are our refuge. So God, we thank you that you are a refuge. We thank you that the blood of Jesus has made a way for us to come into right relationship with you. And God, I pray that we would rest in our refuge. It's in Christ's name we ask this. Amen. And that is Psalm 10, verse 6.